Boy, there it goes again. All right, people. It's your man LD back at it again. We are bringing you the LD, the lowdown with LD Sunday night variety hour to the man who, to the blank who said episode with your man LD back with his sidekick, his his Robin to his Batman, his his sidecar to his motorcycle. Producer Nick, producer Nick, P P N. How we doing? I'm doing great, man. I feel good today. Uh, big weekend for our Phillies. Oh, the Phillies. Yeah, you were at the Phillies game today. What was that like? How, uh, how, fun fact, fun. the last I, I, I went to one Phillies game this year, and it was right before things fully opened up. It, it was like in that middle area where it was mm-hmm. after, like, like you know, season started. They let a very small number of people in. It was like after they had ramped it up, but it was still like you weren't like sitting next to – what was it like? sitting next to somebody in stadium style seating again. It was packed, dude. It was really cool. It was really cool. I went to the Sixers playoff games as well. I went to two games and they were also sold out. But I think that the bank is, it holds a lot of people, man. It is nice. It was nice. Here's the thing that's crazy to me is like, I, I've been very aware about the benefits of COVID, which has been personal space saving. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I've been thinking about how miserable it's going to be to return to going to sporting events and sitting in a, like a stadium knees to my chest, like sitting next to some guy named Hank who, who weighs twice as much as me. And I'm already a big guy, you know, did you have enough room? What was the elbow situation like? Yeah, we, we got, um, we showed up, you know, we, we showed up, it was pretty last minute. So uh, my buddy texted me, he lives down the street and he was like, you want to go to the game today? And I was like, sure. But you know, we ended up getting there in the second inning. Um, but we ended up just getting $20 tickets. We just were like, what's the cheapest thing you got? And it was foul pole. So we were right behind the foul pole. What, 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 what level right. were you? Second level, third level? Third, third level. Okay. Our field. It really wasn't a bad seat at all. Um, yeah, baseball, you can totally watch for like, like basketball can sometimes kind of stink being in the nosebleeds yeah. or football. Like it's a little harder football. to see. Yeah. Football is fine. I think but I get what you're saying. I, um, I basketball, I agree with you hundred yeah. percent. Um, but I, uh, I like, I like it. It wasn't, it wasn't sold out. Like our section wasn't sold out, but the whole bottom bowl was completely filled. Like it reminded me of like, you know, when we were younger, it was awesome. All the red down there. It's so funny how baseball is so cyclical in that sense where it's like, I mean, obviously the Phillies have been kind of in the dredges for a while. And like, even last like two, three years, they kind of were supposed to be better and they still haven't been. But like, you know, baseball is just one of those things that it doesn't matter what city you're in. I, I guess in like New York, I, I guess Yankee Stadium, Fenway, and Wrigley Field would be the exceptions just because they're kind of so historic and touristy. Yeah. But like any other city in, in America, it's like they don't give a shit about the baseball team when they're bad. The minute they get good again, that team packs the stadium. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It was awesome to see the bank like nice and filled up today. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was yeah. really nice. Now, now, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Concession stands. Mm-hmm. This has captured my attention. What's – What's your opinion on concession stands? I like the concessions. All right, so I got to I gotta start with a little gripe, I guess. Not a gripe, but um, so I was – everywhere was a line. Everywhere you went, everything was completely packed to the gills. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they were 200 people understaffed. They normally pack about wow. 500 people. They had mm-hmm. 300. So I was like, why are the lines so big? So they're about 200 people short-staffed which is insane. Um, so shout out to all the people working there. I don't know if anybody who works at the bank is going to hear this, but if you did, thank you. 
for working. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine how hard that is. Uh, I enjoy the concession stand. Um, it's a little overpriced, but the refreshment uh, of a concession stand when you get that when you get the peanuts, when you get the you know the the dog or the the fries, it's it's a it's a ten out of ten feeling. Yeah, a few things hit as good as ballpark food, you know. And you know what, man? I do. Here's the thing. All right, I, I hate Darren Ravel as much as the next guy. And honestly, part of the reason why I hate him so much is because he's transitioned into the sports betting world. He used to be – was there anything better back in the day? Think back to 2015, 2014. You're sitting in a community college class. You're bored out of your mind. You're scrolling Twitter. You say, let me see what my man D's up to. You go to Darren Ravel's page. You look, oh, man, the, look at those Frito-grazed pretzels uh, dipped in honey mustard they got out in Colorado. Ooh, they yeah. got a Cracker Jack smoothie milkshake blend. Yeah, yeah. My, he doesn't do that stuff anymore. I, he doesn't. It's sad. I mean, there's two things, man. That's There's two great things about the baseball promotional world. There's minor league teams trying anything they can to get people into the door and then there's those the food you know what i mean it's seeing the teams do their specialties i feel like citizens bank park the phillies stadium they got ashburn alley out there in left center they got a lot of options uh yeah they got the bull the bulls barbecue i've bulls never been barbecue. there greg lazinski yeah, barbecue place that that place is always packed yeah yeah there, there's Hard some place to get food in the stadium i know uh i know colorado the rocky stadium is very famous for having a uh like like they have like a bar and restaurant there that people like will just kind of go to you know what i mean like oh, that's cool like like i know uh the philly for, for our non-philly listeners there's this like small complex in the parking lot of the philly stadiums called xfinity live and it's like four bars kind of connected to each other but you really only go to that for sporting events. I hear people will like literally go to the Rockies game just to go to this bar and restaurant that's apparently in Coors Field. So they have a bar that they have a restaurant attached to the to the bank. It's called Pass and Stow. Um, I've heard of that. McGillens, but now it's called Pat. I mean, it wasn't McGillens. I don't remember. It was it was an Irish bar, but it's not anymore. It's just a. Uh, it's uh It's just a. It's called Pass and Stow. Now, now, you know, what's funny is as a kid, you know me, I'm a big, big chicken tenders and fries guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember like that's always something that used to be funny to me as a kid is there's so many concession stands at a stadium that like will not have chicken tenders and fries. I feel like there's like one out of every three will have it. You know what I'm I know saying? This is a, I know this is a very me problem, but I, I for all of those don't know. I'm a vegan. Yeah, I know. I'm, I just lost like the three people that were like, ah, producer Nick, he's all right. But I'm a vegan. And they only have veggie dogs at, like, two of the concession stands. But isn't so, there, like, one stand that's kind of pretty popping with the vegan stuff? Or yeah, there's, the, there's one specialty, which is vegetarian stuff, which is awesome. But yeah. the line is always really long. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm as far removed as a vegan or a vegetarian as you can get, pretty literally. But, like, I do think that's kind of cool and dash something you got to you gotta see more of today is, like, at least while that stuff might not be everywhere, most places will at least have one spot that, like, specializes in it. You know yeah, I, mean? um, I went with my buddy and his – I went with my buddy and his girlfriend, but she's also my, one of my good friends. But it, she went and picked up the food, and, mm-hmm. like, she was gone for two innings. <laughs> like, yeah, she, she was gone. <laughs> Now, I'm trying to think. Do they have a Chickie and Pete's and a PJ Wheelahan's? They do. The- they have both. Yep. Now, now, which back in your wing eating days, which did you prefer? Because because oh, now PJ is the best one. Okay. Now, now to the viewers, two local wing places and two local 
crab fry dash famous fry places. I, I know obviously it's big in Maryland too because anything with Old Bay on it is. Yeah, it's my favorite. But South Jersey, Philly area, big into crab fries or French fries with cheese sauce in Old Bay. You're mm. saying PJ's is better than Chickie and Pete's. I think PJ's is better than Chickie's. I think PJ's is actually better both ways. I like the famous fries better. It's actually a very quiet take that I like don't want people to know. But I actually think that the famous fries hit, they hit different. They're so good. I don't know what it is. It's because I don't really like the crinkle cut that much. And sometimes, here's the thing. Crinkle cut fries aren't that great, to be honest. Here's the thing, man. When you're, when you're going to Cheekies and Pete's, they are drowning them in Old Bay. Yeah. Famous fries are not drowned in Old Bay. And I, I love Old Bay. I'll take Old Bay on anything. If you give yeah. me the opportunity to put Old Bay on my fries, you know me. I'll take it. Yeah. But a drowning in Old Bay is also a drowning in salt. You taste it for two days. You taste it yeah. for two days. It, it literally yeah. burns your tongue. Mm-hmm. It's not worth I, it. Back, back in the day when I was working at the, the seafood restaurant, a person one time asked us what Old Bay was. How do you describe that? It's like salt and paprika, I think. Yeah, like, like we were like, oh, it's like a seafood season. But they're like, yeah, like, what's it taste like? And we were like, salt and sea. Like, I, I don't know how else to describe it, you know? It tastes yeah, like the ocean. I think, it's, I think it's salt, pepper, paprika. Like, I don't know. I, what's the red? It's probably, pa- I gotta be, pa- I don't know, basil? It might have some crab part. Leaves, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Now, now, let me ask you this. If you, let's say you got a knock on your door tomorrow. You've got your own shop space at any of the Philadelphia three stadiums. Which stadium are you picking? What are you opening up at your shop? I'm probably taking, I mean, I'll take anything to be at the link. Like, I'll be, yeah, I'll I, I figured you'd go with the link, but I, yeah. I thought you may have gone with Wells Fargo as a six or season ticket holder. Yeah, I do. Love, I do love basketball. It's a fun sport. I, I'm, Oh, that's tough. I would like to. Do, I think that you. I almost thought you were going to go away from food and go with like a tattoo parlor or something. No, that would be cool. Don't get me wrong. I would love like, dude. There, I don't, can't remember their name, and I, I wish I could so I could shout them out. But there's this peanut butter and jelly truck. Oh, and okay. All yeah. these specialty peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Cheap as hell. They go to all the concerts around here, like. Like at like our outdoor stadium, so like Fish, Grateful Dead, like all that type of stuff. Like they're always at those shows, like the jam band shows. They're always got the like it's it's cheap, it's fast, mm-hmm. and it's and it's and it's something that's filling and it's not overly unhealthy. That well, I mean, a Peter Peter Butter and Jelly is in the same category of pizza in the sense of like neither are healthy, neither are unhealthy. Exactly. In vacuum. Like, I'm like know, a health store. Yeah, like I was about to say, yeah, like, 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 you know, like, like here's the thing, like, 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 like that, that's something I always crack up about is like old women will always just be like, oh, you got to avoid carbs, you know what I mean? But like, if you're an active person, work, like, obviously, carbs are like energy to an extent, like a right, peanut right. butter and jelly sandwich, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not bad for you. You're right. That is a great, great call, very filling and does a lot for you in terms of like, like, obviously, you got to think of drunk people too, like, like filling yeah. and also absorbent, you know? Yeah, I've witnessed it at concerts, and I think that it works really great at the con. I think it's, dude, and it's only like four or five bucks, and yeah, yeah and that's a, and they're still making a ton of money. Yeah, they're yeah, like, pretzels and pizza are the kings of that, where it's just flour, water. Same thing with growth, your uh, uh, PB and J. You gotta think. Got a delicious veggie dog at the stadium today. Don't want to. Now you you've spent more time in in the link than me. Do do they do they got a sushi place in the link? 
I think that the, I don't think that that would blend with the Philadelphia crowd. Well, listen, that's what you're saying, but think about here's the angle I'm going. So. A lot of rich suburban white girls going to the Eagles games. The yeah, North you, you do have to have a little bit of money to go to the Eagles game. I, oh, yeah. There's a lot of those Morristown girls, bro, those Eustace girls, like the kind that are wearing yeah. heels to the tailgates. Like, you're yeah. telling me that if they didn't have a little little suit, again, like you'd have to, like, I feel like it'd be a mat. Now, granted, all these literally sushi drunk food, though, sushi you know, like what is sushi drunk food? You know, like, I don't know, but I mean, I, I've never seen a girl be like, I don't know. I would love to. I mean, I would love some sushi. Also, authentic Mexican. I feel like, again, that's something I don't need to tell. I feel like authentic Mexican's a very hip thing right now, you know? So it was like Middle Eastern food, but I feel like that that doesn't play in a stadium at all. No, that doesn't play in a stadium at all. Middle Eastern food's very, like, open source, you know? Like, you're sharing, you know? It's good. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's a lot of, like, it's for the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know about that. that Man, imagine, like, a fondurery at a stadium. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It'd be a mess. And then, yeah, uh, yeah it'd be cool, though. I mean, I I love it. Fondue's way. a good concept. And one of those things that whenever you're heading into fondue, you're very like, all right, a little fondue action. Very yeah. limited by the options of, of what you're dipping into the do, you know? Yeah, and I know you're not but a big the, fruits and vegetables guy, but because but the, that's the best thing to dip in a fondue. Yeah, well, like, if you're doing cheese fondue, you got some crackers, some small bread. You know what I mean? Like, like chocolate fondue you have a marshmallow or like strawberries and even like a more like like it, it's not nah F- fondue it's, it's much better in practice or in theory than in practice in my opinion but i agree all right now that, that we've handled some concession talk let's hop into these facebook things you've got for me today nick all right so i actually i've had i've had a bit of difficulty this week finding them so these are a bit weaker than last week's i'm i'm sorry you know i'm not you know, I'm not perfect. You know, mm-hmm. I, uh, I bleed just like you bleed. Um, mm-hmm. But I just found two that caught my eye uh, digging through these pages. A lot of stuff is very political that's very popular on the pages. And I don't want to get political on here. We're having mm-hmm. fun. We're just talking. Um, but I am a, I am a, like, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. But I'm, I'm a psych. I bike every day. I ride my bike every day. Uh, uh, you, you do. If you're to call myself a cyclist, cyclist. That, that makes it sound like you wear the little outfit. You don't I, want to, you know. I, listen, I am. I will be biking at the Eagles uh, 10 mile. I will be racing in the Eagles 10 mile autism challenge race. Which mm-hmm. where I, I will be getting one of the little outfits. They give them away to the, all of their participants, which I'm very excited to have one because I don't, I wear, I wear bike shorts, but I don't wear like a, a, a shirt because I, I, I feel like it'd be too tight, but I've, I, I've, I'm just in on it. It's like, it's, it's very funny that, when it comes to those little bike outfits, all I can think about is that like the big prestige in them at the Tour de France was the yellow one. It'd be like he's in first, he's wearing yellow. Wearing yellow, it's, it's a very tiger fun. on Sunday. It's a, it all right, fun? so I'm a I'm a biker. Like I bike a lot. Uh, I one day I, I strive to become a cyclist, but uh, it, it involves a lot of money and a lot of time, and I'm being very fit. It's very hard. Um, this is an article from NewJersey.com that was posted that says drivers must now move over when passing people walking and on bikes. And that's not that's not the, that sounds like a civilized society, does it not, Luke? I mean, isn't that kind of already what the rule was? I assume so. But I was also hit by a car once and the police blamed me. And I don't want to get into that story because I'm going to get mad. All right. Um, but we got a comment here from Scott. He says, gee, what would be safer? How about we get these people off the road and leave the road for cars? Like, 
What, what is this guy? Uh, is this guy like Henry Ford the Third? This guy like, sounds I, like he's. I looked did, at his picture. It's him and his family. I was like, he seems like a family man. Like, wh- wh- where are you walking? Like, where are you supposed to put a bike? Imagine if you're walking on the sidewalk and I am. I, I bike at about I bike at about a 15, 16 mile per hour pace. Imagine if I just started swing, flying by you. Dude, so that's something that I get mad about all the time because I run on the boardwalk down at the Jersey Shore and bikes are supposed to be off the boardwalk at a certain time. Yeah. And there's also like a designated runner's lane. And like, I'll be running in the runner's lane and like a family will just be biking in the runner's lane past the time they're supposed to be off the boardwalk, which are supposed to be off by a certain time because then it gets too crowded to bike. And they'll just be barreling towards me at full speed. And it's always like their small child that's out in front. And I'm like, this little snot-nosed brat is going to fly into my kneecap like a heat-seeking missile. And then I'm going to go flying over him because I'm very top heavy. I have broad shoulders. I'm going to face plant into the hardwood, face profusely bleeding. And then his dickhead of a dad who couldn't watch his kid, should have his kid on a leash because he's not responsible enough to watch him, is going to start yelling at me, the guy running the correct. Yeah, exactly. Like, Like, again, I'm not a lunatic. I would never blame a woman or an old person or a child for getting in my way when I'm running. But it's always those people that are like, like it's always some old lady who who is a day away from being wheelchair ridden that, that, that comes out at me at the last minute and I have to like jump out of the way and I don't like yell at them or anything, but I'm just always thinking to myself, like one day I'm going to accidentally run over one of these people when it's very much so fair fought. Their family's just going to start screaming at me. That's a nightmare of mine, straight up. Yeah. Wait, what is getting getting yelled at and something? Yeah, getting yelled at in public about either being on my bike or, you know, that happens to me where, like, some piece of shit kid is walking across the street, walking across the (laughs) boardwalk, and I just barrel into a kid, and then I end up getting really hurt, but no one cares about me. They just care about the kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they was all... I'm not mad at the kid as much as I'm mad at other people acting like, uh, yeah, because you're the adult. It's, like, your fault, obviously, and it's just, like, what... What was I supposed yeah. to do? No matter what, it's my fault. I'm 26 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm getting blamed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, so we got uh, another bike themed one. We have two bike themed ones. I don't know why. There's a lot of juicy bike gossip going on in these pages. These are from two different towns as well. I, I was, you know, I was looking, uh, I was looking for it. So this is what this is one from Julie, and I I thought this was just extremely interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just you know, so it just t- caption says stolen bikes. Which bikes are expensive. You don't ever want your bike getting stolen. They are very expensive. Not, not, not much as juicy as some crime too. Yeah. I was going to say, and especially in like a small suburban town like ours. Hey all my boyfriend's bike and my bike got stolen last night during the carnival. There was like a a local carnival. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were next to our friend's house off of blank street. We were hoping to get them back. It's a silver Huffy and a Scott road bike. That's blue. If anyone has happened to take them for a spin, See posted up at a house or just around. Please reach out to me. We don't think this was malicious whatsoever. It was most likely some drunk kids that didn't want to walk in the rain. Parentheses. Totally get it. It sucked walking home. LOL. We don't care who stole them and we don't want anything from the people. We just want our bikes back. Thank you. And we had a great time. The floats were amazing. I just want to say, I want this type of mentality in every aspect of my life. She was like, hey, I get it. You robbed me and I had to walk in the rain. But can I please like this is this reeks of like something I would say where I'm like, hey, look, please just give me uh, this. Re- uh, Nick, I, I know you, man. I said you'd have gotten mad. 
Well, my I, bike I is feel- very my bike is a very important commodity in my life. Well, exactly. So I feel like you would have been angry. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm going to go namaste like my friend Julie here, and then when I this snot-nosed piece of shit gives me my bike, I'm going to literally beat him to death. That's what I'm saying. Going very opposite of Julie. Nah, I'm just fucking around. Also, but you just I, ripped off my... You, you're st- stealing my snot-nosed breaths now. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know. I, I like that. I like that. That was my second snot-nosed brat I used this week after when I passed this kid running on the boardwalk. A, a video I posted on Twitter did not get nearly enough love. I went on a, a Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, I saw that. That was actually really funny. That's what I'm saying. Dude, no, because it's so funny. Because, like, dude, you know me. Like, I, I don't put on... Uh, I've always been LD. It's just that I, yeah, I've recently had this spotlight on me. Yeah, dude. Like I, I saw. I, I literally was arguing with myself over a three mile run. Like, dude, it is. I'm putting in so much work to pass this kid. Like, should I just stop? Like, what if I throw up at some point? Like, I'm out running in the 88 degree heat first thing in the morning. I, when I ended up passing him, I even gave him a little on your right, just so he knew. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he knew. Yeah, you had to let him know. Oh and yeah. One of the top comment on here is somebody who typically comments uh, a lot of. Uh, political propaganda mm-hmm. um and i don't think i've ever agreed with him but i, I see his t- top comment here death is unacceptable no matter what the circumstances are get an uber call a parent friend or family member or just walk in the rain do not steal i actually kind of agree with that um yes I'd when agree. you're stealing from people when you're stealing from like a person like you know like i i could never take someone's bike that's just saying that. i don't give it i'd rather walk in the rain it's not that big of a deal well, you oh. once got your bike stolen at a party by my little brother's friend. I was I was wondering if we were going to get to that part of the story. I got that bike back. Well, that's that part was unrelated. I mean, that's not part of this story. Like, yeah, like what she want what she wants is what happened to me. Like she just wants the bike back. Yeah, but but I mean, you were also mad, and that was a big time snot nose brat. I kicked that kid out of my house one time at two o'clock in the morning when he was sleeping over. Tried to say that Drew Holiday is better than Ricky Rubio. Drew Holiday is better than Ricky Rubio. Yeah, well, based on what? Drew Holiday was great in the final. Drew Holiday had an unbelievable finals performance. Yeah, yeah, like behind Giannis. Like if you put Rubio with Giannis, Rubio would be. Nah, would be Drew Holiday's way better at getting to the basket. He's a way better scorer. Rubio's probably better at dishing the ball. Better defender. Better. Better. I don't know about that. No, Drew plays defense. International presence. Teammate. I respect that you kicked him out of your house, but I did. I agree with him. And yeah, I he was just, real small at the time. I literally lifted him up like a sack of flour over my shoulder and just like dumped him out on the lawn and went back in and locked the front door. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty great. And then he yeah. ended up stealing your bike month, like months later. And I was like, man, was I right about that kid? Yeah, you nailed that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, LD, phenomenal judge of character. LD, a keen observer of the human condition. I agree. All right, now now I want to do a little more Eagles talk, Nick, because I, I did realize something. Last week when we talked Carson Wentz, I didn't ask you a question that I meant to ask you throughout all that. You're somebody I respect in the sense that, like, you ride for your teams. You're not one of these yeah. guys that gets too caught up in, in the players, like, where, where yeah, you know, you're – for the most part. There are certain guys that I do I do go out on a limb for. But well, like, you know, maybe you. you were with me on the Jimmy Butler issue, and I remember in that situation, yeah. you were upset with the Sixers. Well, like, you're not somebody who's going to be one of these idiots that was, like, rooting for Carson Wentz 
over the Eagles. You know what I no, mean? No, no, but I will say this. I'll put this on. I'll put this out in the universe. I, I don't have any malice toward Ben Simmons whatsoever. If he goes somewhere else, I don't want him to. But if he goes anywhere else, I will root for him. But I'm not going to be like a – if he goes to like the – the Warriors yeah. not start wearing Warriors gear around. Like I do I like him and I, I, I like him and I want him to be on my team. But mm. if not, like I, I still like the guy, like, you know, I don't hate him anymore. You know, like, I, well, I think that, um, but when were you, when you're somebody, you were in, you were out, you were in, you were, when, when did this Carson's ship officially? <laughs> Leave the docks, you know, the harbors. Um, I can tell you exactly what happened. We're playing the Dallas uh, Cowboys, if I hear of them. Was that this year or last year? Or like this past year or the year before? This was past year. We're playing Dallas. We're at home. Carson Wentz rolls out. He's got a clean pocket. He rolls out Mm -hmm. to his left for some godforsaken reason. And then he starts sprinting backwards. And he's looking, he's looking, he's pump faking, he's looking. He must have had 25 seconds. This, this genuinely, people make fun of the butt fumble. I've, I, I would, t- I would have rather him butt fumbled it. I remember during the Mark Sanchez era with the Eagles, you, there was a, a couple months where you were like furious at the mention of the butt fumble because like they did a sports science thing on it and it was like running into a brick wall. And it was very, yeah. very, see, people don't think about shit like that, they just laugh from the couch. These are people. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like anytime you can put the words "butt" and "fumble" together, that's yeah. you know, that's yeah, grouping level of comedy. We're playing the Dallas Cowboys, my least favorite team, everybody's least favorite team. And this motherfucker, he rolls out. He probably had twenty seconds of clean pocket. You can look it up. You Google like the worst football play of all time, and it'll probably pop up. He tries to scramble. He like tries to do like a shimmy move. Ab- the defender couldn't have fallen for it less. He gets absolutely clobbered and the ball flies out of his hands and Dallas took the ball. We were on their side of the field. And after I saw it, I was like, that was the worst play I've ever seen anybody in an Eagle. I've never seen anybody in an Eagles uniform, make a pet play as bad as that. And Eagles fans, if they're listening, they will know exactly what I'm talking about. It's when the safety and the line and the, I think it's the safety and the lineman come over and absolutely clobber him. And he flies out of his hands. So just to to do a little uh, like fact checking here, uh, if you Google worst football play of all time, that trick play on fourth down comes up with the Colts and the Patriots where they I watched that live. Yeah, they move the entire field goal unit out and then they just leave the the guy snapping the ball with the kicker. That's a classic. That was a mess. They were thinking in 4D. I loved it. I mean, they were trying to. I mean, they they were they were thinking in smell-o-vision. That thing where like you're you're in the movie theater and they're like spraying water on your feet and and, like making it feel like mice are running by. You know. Yeah, that was that was a great play. I would have taken that. I would have rather watched that than that Carson Wentz play because you're a very volatile man when it comes to the Eagles. I I remember my favorite out of all the teams. Years ago, when Mark Sanchez came to Lambeau Field leading the Eagles, and I did not say anything to you all week because, like, I'm not going to be like, uh, 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 you, you know, we're going to crush Mark Sanchez. You know, I'm not yeah, going to I mean, We'd be him. Brett Hundley once. You know, like, well, I, I don't you know. But that's I, what I'm, I'm saying. Is that I didn't say anything to you all week talking trash. You kept saying stuff to me all week. And then that was the game where Micah Hyde had that one pick six to seal the game where he returned it like 68 yards weaving through the Eagles uh, offense. And I remember you like didn't let, me, you didn't let me at your house afterwards to watch uh, Seinfeld with you and Claude. Yeah, we had some tough years. You know, we yeah. had some tough so, years. 
so right now, what's the expectations going into this year? What I know, I know you you didn't want Doug Peterson going. What, no, what, how that. we how we feeling? What what are you expecting this year? Where's the bar at? I think the team – I think they're definitely going to compete for the division. They have a great offensive line and they have a great defensive line. So I think when you have both of those two things, I think you're always going to be in contention every week. You're going to be in every game that you play. Uh, I think that the Eagles in general are a franchise that has bounced back pretty well. I think that, you know, typically when faced with, um, you know, pretty bad adversity, they've always sort of answered the call. It's, it's really a matter of if Jalen can play. I think Jalen can play. I mean, a lot of people say – he doesn't look that great at practice or whatever. I, I don't put any stock into that. I don't really care because I've had guys be superstars in practice. I've heard rave reviews about guys, how great they are at practice. And, oh, my God, he's catching every, he's catching everything, guys. Jalen oh. Hurts is a bad practicer, though? I, I didn't no, know. No, no, they're not saying anything. Like They're like, oh, he's you know making a couple sloppy mistakes. It's practice for a reason. You know what I'm saying? You can take a risk. It's practice. I've heard, you know, oh, Carson Wentz going, went 11 for 11 on this drive in, in practice. And then I watched him throw the ball at the ground the next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, or fumble mm-hmm. it three times. Like, you know, I, I like this team. I think they have a good – I think they have good offensive weapons. I think they have dec- a great offensive line, especially if Brandon Brooks plays. I think that guys like Nate Herbig have stepped up really big. Like, I thought Jack Driscoll could play. There, are, There's some offensive line depth that I really like too. Um, defensive line's great. I mean, I think the defensive line is great. I love the addition of Ryan Kerrigan. Don't love that he won't get the vaccine, but that's a whole other story. I I, I think the Eagles, like, you know, I think that they're going to compete. They have they have good lines on both sides of the ball, and that's really the name of the game. They finally have a number two corner in Steven Nelson. Um, I, I'm excited about this team. I think they're going to be fun. I, I, I don't buy Dallas as much as a lot of people do. I think that they have a very exciting offense, but I don't think they've really shored up that defense very much. Um, they, they've had problems with their defense for 10 years now. And Dak has Mike been, McCarthy is awful. Mike McCarthy's a bad coach. My worst fear in the world, I don't even speak it into existence, is Doug Peterson going there after this year. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to think about Doug wearing the Dow. I don't want to think about it because he looks so good in green and he would look terrible in blue. It's not his color. But I, I just, you know, I, I feel good about this team. I, I don't know if they'll win the division. I think that they can. I think that they can win nine or 10 games with the 17 game schedule. I really, really do. Um, they have a last, they have a, a, not a, they might have a, I think they have a third place schedule or they might have a fourth place schedule. So yeah, I think it's third or fourth place schedule. So it's nothing crazy. You know, like they have the easiest schedule in the league statistically. I, I think this team can win nine to 10 games. I, will that win the division? Probably. So, you know, if you beat Dallas, you take care you take care of business at home. You know, you take care of uh, you take care of that home field advantage. We've seen what it's been doing for the Phillies. Like, it, it's awesome. So, like, you know, nothing crazier than the link full a full pack at the full packed stadium at the link. So, I'm excited about this Eagles team, man. I really like Jalen Hurts. I think that getting rid of Carson Wentz is like a weight off of everybody's shoulders. You know, it just it feels like so freeing to not have to think about how much money you owe this loser. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just great. And I Jalen is such a young, humble king. I just I love him. I I, I just. You know, and I know that the the rumor is always going to be Deshaun Watson. And yeah, I was going to answer that. What happened with that? I saw somebody repeat report earlier this week, like it was like a real thing, like happening. And then I I, I heard like from a Houston source that the Eagles inquired, I think two weeks ago, and the asking price was too high, and they weren't going to pay it. And I wouldn't pay a crazy asking price right now either because of the uh, because of the allegations. If everything gets dropped, I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not as mad as some people are, but I'm not as happy. I'm not that happy with it because I really like Jalen Hurts, and I really think it'd be a cold. You're not mad about 22 women accusing somebody of sexual. So that does not. No, I'm not saying that whatsoever. I, I, I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm just saying, like, you know, if he's allowed to play, he's allowed to play. He's going to play somewhere. I know, I know. I was trying to. So I mean, it doesn't mean if you know, and he, he's a good quarterback. So. I mean, that would, I mean, I, they'll win 10, they'll win, you know, they'll win 12 games if they had a guy like Deshaun Watson because they have good weapons and they have good line on both sides of the ball. So I, I like, I don't know what else. I mean, I, I don't like, I, again, I, I am an Eagles fan. I'm going to root for the team either way. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, oh, if he comes to the Eagles, I'm going to stop rooting for them. And everyone knows how like socially active I am, especially like, but you know, like I'm still going to root for the team. They're like my lifeblood, you know, like I don't, you know, I have to root for the team. So, uh, I like. I would like to see what Jalen Hurts has, and if what he has is not very good, you can trade away everything that you have next year and the year after for Deshaun Watson. But now, I would also like the legal matters to get cleared up. You know, I think that that's important as well. But what? So so what? What will be where? What, what will be the danger zone this year for the Eagles to fall into to where you start sweating and getting angry and it and it's a, is it just if they're if they're good they're good and if they're bad they're bad is it as simple as that? I want them to be good. I I think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to be bad. Like if I thought they were going to be bad, I would say I think they're going to be bad. I really just don't think they're going to be bad. I thought the Phillies were going to be bad. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. They're good. Um, because I thought that the bullpen stinks. I think that I still think Joe Girardi's an idiot, but that's a whole other story. I think they win in spite of Joe Girardi. But how do we get to the Phillies? I'm just saying, like, I thought they were going to be bad. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm not afraid to admit when I think a team is going to be bad. Oh, of course. Um, of course. But I mean, I don't, I don't know how much bad Joe Girardi can really be doing. He's a manager in baseball. They don't really do anything. He's but here's the topic that I wanted to wrap up with today's show with. And I can leave this off for you with an amazing answer. Ted Lasso. Everybody loves Ted Lasso. It's a show about a football coach going overseas to England to become a soccer coach. You know, ah, funny career switch. Football to football. I love it. My idea, my question, what could you Ted Lasso? What is a career that if you just got hurled into the deep end, you think you would thrive at in startling fashion? Here it comes from me. I was say you got to go first. Are you ready? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got a great one here. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm so ready. I'm excited because I'm trying to think of one that I think I could do. United States military defense contractor. You toss LD. What'd you say? Getting political in here. Oh yeah. Well, once again, I'm not, uh, I'm not talking about, about this or that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, I'm not talking about uh, LD isn't saying that he's for or against the uh, military industrial complex as much as he's saying that if you hurled him into the boardroom at Lockheed Martin, Oh, you give me a couple months, that place will be humming. We'll be breaking quarterly earnings. We'll be, I'll be walking around inventing new kinds of weapons of malicious mass death. Like we'll be, oh man, like I'll be giving speeches. Oh, oh, don't even get me started. You look a little shell shocked. No, I, 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 I didn't think that's where you were going to go. Well, once again, we're not talking about where you'd want to go. Ted Lasso wasn't dying, didn't wake up one day and say, I'd be dying to be a, a, a soccer coach. That, that's what life brought him to. I'm just saying that if you threw me into Lockheed Martin, I could convince some people to make a better better missile. I don't know anything about missiles. I don't know how you make a missile. I know the word warhead is involved. I know there are warheads. Warhead. Yep. I know there are payloads. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd use that a lot in the boardroom. I'd be talking about warheads and payloads a lot. Um, but yeah, man, I'm telling you, if you, if you, if you set me loose at, at one of these, these big, you know, uh, uh, Dow chemical or something, we're, we're inventing the new napalm under LB's watch. There's not a doubt in my mind, like not even a shadow of this goes back to my, this goes back to like, I, I know I hate to do the Ted Lasso thing sort of, but. I truly, and I'm not even tying it back to the Joe Girardi thing. I think I could be the manager of a professional baseball team. Like, I truly do. Like, I like it not even to sound like George Costanza. Like, I really genuinely think I could do it. It's all about just keeping the boys loose and just, like, hanging out and sitting there and look and wearing the full uniform. You I was about, about to ask, would you wear the full uniform? Yelling at the umpire. I could absolutely – see – Football, it's a lot of X's and O's. You got to be smart to do it. You got to really know. You got to really know a lot with football. Football is tough. Although I I think I could do like higher up football stuff, but I don't want to get into that. Basketball, it's way deeper than you think it is, is another one. Baseball, it's nothing. I, I truly don't. I, I think, well, Joe Girardi picked, picks the pitchers. That, that's what he does. He picks the pitchers. Also, like basketball, I feel like you're navigating a lot of egos, a lot of social, political, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. Baseball, like you're, you're chewing on some gum and spitting some seeds and being like, oh, look, looks like it's going to rain tomorrow, you know? Absolutely. All it is is keeping the boys loose in the pen. It's, it's your calling, you know what I'm saying? Or like a bullpen coach, just any sort of baseball coach, because I have this dream of being a, a little league coach. That I just I I've emailed the I've emailed the township about you know if they need a coach I just want to coach a group of kids I just want to like take them under my wing I don't know anything I don't know the thing about this Luke I I anybody who I mean people who listen to this don't know who I am I don't know anything about baseball I have a baseball hat on I don't know anything about baseball like I I I get it's three three you know three strikes and you're out but I don't really understand like you know I I just I just got a feel for the game I just feel like I have a feel for the game. Mm-hmm. like a bozo like gerard he's overthinking now what about like all right all right like let, let's let's have like a little a little role play here like what if a player comes up to you and they're like now now coach y'all pulled me out of that last game and, and y'all what would y'all ever do in your life while it's swinging that bad that y'all y'all can be able to just tell me what why i can can't do now so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna grab him by the shoulder and listen big dog it's nothing personal it's nothing personal whatsoever listen i just i just i seen you know so-and-so getting juiced up in the pen and I just think he's ready to go. I just think he's ready to go. It's not the personal. You think I don't love you? You think I don't got love for you? That It's all about just showing my boys some love. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like, listen. Now, 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 if I can critique real quick. Of I was just doing a real Southern bumpkin type. Yeah. And and you you kind of like, like, like Clayton Kershaw. You got on him real. I think Kershaw's from Cal. No, nah, I don't know. Uh, no, he's got, kind of a bumpkin. If I'm not you mistaken. got up on him real, real close and physical. Kept talking about love. You're kind of an alter. Yeah, I'm bumping him on the chest. I'm getting yeah. This yeah is I'm just saying, like, you don't think you know My maybe son. he might get a little freaked out by the homoeroticism or something. Well, you know what? If that's his, you know, if 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 you got a nose ring. I, what I'm telling you is that well, there, there will be no home. There will be no homophobia in our locker room. Well, yeah, I'm not talking the boys about boys will be loose all the time, like, showers, like, everything, the whole nine. Sure, sure. I mean, I mean. Listen, man, we're all anti-homophobia here. I mean, yeah. I'm I, I'll be, I, then I'll be, then I'll call up the GM. You know, then I'll go to the GM and say, you know, what, get this fucking guy off my team. I don't deal with this. Well, 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 okay. Now, now backing it up, I'm just saying that 
this man kind of approached you saying, I don't respect you very much. And, and maybe you kind of getting all touchy feely with him wasn't going to help. I'm just telling him, listen, listen, I, I, you're right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't know. I've never touched the bat. I don't know how I got this job. This was a hypothetical on a podcast. I don't know how I've, I've run into this job. You know, I, somehow this career came in front of me. I look at me. We're dressed in the same uniform. We all, we all play for the same team, you know? All right, but, all right. See, this this is getting reeling me back in a little bit. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, listen, I see, you know, I see 52 getting juiced up in there. Mm-hmm. We, you know, what do you not, you know, that's your brother, that's my brother. We have to believe. You know what I'm saying? Man, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like we I, we got. I, it's not all about you all the time. You know I love you, but it's not all about you all the time. Not not to like dip the the toes back into politics, but man, the Cold War had to have been like Christmas morning 24-7 for the weapon contractors, if you really think about it. It was just proxy wars everywhere, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's kind of how it is all the time. But that's part yeah. of the reason why I think I could take over that job rather easily is because, like, the playbook's already written. You know, you get a you get a Democrat – or a, excuse me, not Democrat. You get a Democratic uh, regime, and you get a communist regime in similar countries. You put them against each other, sell weapons to both sides, baby. LD's, LD's just driving uh, quarter number two through the roof. Yeah, and then make sure you take the – no, no, I'm not going to get political. No. No, but yeah, no, I I think I could be a baseball manager. They truly am. Oh my, like I had the full uniform on. You know, you asked me a couple questions. I saw Girardi today get like choked up on the stand. That was good. That was some good stuff. You know, that was some stuff I would see. I could see my, well, I was watching that thing. I'm like, I could do this. Do you know what else I love about baseball managers is there's always a moment in spring training where they're like, man, today we just had the boys run out there and do their home run trots around the bases. That's literally me. That would be me. I would be that that that's like, we would do that every day. It'd be the end of every practice. Home run. We'd track. be playing a lot of pepper at my practices. It'd be a lot of like hitting little ground balls. Love hitting. And I'd be doing it. I'd be hitting the ball just like how you did in Little League. I'd be the one tossing it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping in shape. I'm keeping active with the boys. Shout out to Gabe Kaplan. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, Gabe Kaplan. He's a muscular man. Yeah. See, like that's I feel like that's how I would coach too. It was a lot of love. It was a lot of like getting the boys pumped up. I like now. It. Now, inverse. What do you think the worst industry for you to get dropped into Ted Lasso situation would be? I don't know what would yours be. Let me think. Probably fashion. Like I could do. Like I could do. You know, I could work. I could be the CEO of like Levi Strauss jeans. But like, if you dropped me in Ted Lasso style at like Dolce and Gabbana, I, I wouldn't know like I any of those people. So you don't think like, you don't think that you would you could I don't I don't think that you would hurt in like a you know I know people that are buyers at companies and stuff. I don't think you would be uh, like a you know I don't think you'd be like a crazy outcast at a buy like especially if it was like graphic tees or something. I, I think graphic tees I could do. I'm saying like if I was the CEO of like. You know, uh, Gucci. Like, I, I have no idea what I'm... By the way, have you seen the, the, the trailer for that Gucci movie? Looks so good, dude. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's perfect casting is Adam Driver. And, Adam Driver's and, awesome, man. And uh, Lady Gaga. Like, Lady I, Gaga. Know, She's the coolest, I, I don't know the people that they're playing, so I don't mean perfect casting in that. But, like, the trailer is just Lady Gaga being like, you are a name so seductive. Gucci, and then and then it's Adam Driver awesome. being like, "This is my family. You want me to hurt them?" Like, like he's like this Italian simpleton, mama's boy. Oh, it's great. Yeah, no, I I think any sort of job, 
involving I think the worst, genuinely, the worst thing you could throw me into is probably being someone that works in an Amazon warehouse. That's like my worst nightmare. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, okay, but well, that's just like a job that sucks, Bozo. I'm talking no, about. No, like I think it'd be my worst. I think I'd be terrible at it because it's all about how you can't slack off. And that's what I'm good at. Time off tasks. It's like my worst nightmare. Mm, nightmare is people checking my time off task. TOT. Lord. It's like my worst nightmare. Mm. All right, Bozo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've uh, gotten another great lowdown into the books with you. Uh, Check out last Friday's episode. LB did a little solo run through of the Suicide Squad. Check back in with us Wednesday for our AEW Dynamite and Wrestling episode. Thank you guys for joining in with us uh, once again, and we will see you next time. Peace.